Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. All right, today's iTunes review of the week is brought to you by C. Hayes 77. I am so happy to have found this podcast. I look forward to listening to the new episode every week. I just finished the latest episode on lifting weights and loved it. I listened to it three times because it's so informative. I feel like I have a trainer in my ear when I listened and a friend to chat with along with the things I love fitness. Ah, thank you so much, C. Hayes. That just fills my heart so full. So anyone else has a review, please absolutely share it with me. I love this and I appreciate every single review that I get. It just melts my heart that I am sharing the information that is going to be helpful for you to make sure that health and fitness is easy for you. Before we get started in today's podcast, I wanted to make it very clear that I am not holding myself out there to be a doctor, physician, or any other medical professional. I am not attempting to diagnose, treat, or prevent, or cure any physical, mental disease, or condition. The information that is provided in today's podcast is not intended to substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You agree and acknowledge this is for informational and educational purposes only. I am not providing medical advice in any way. Please always seek the advice of your own medical professional. Thank you. Hey, Magic Makers. Today, I want to talk about the green climatic scale. And for many of you, you're like, what the hell is that? That seems like, it doesn't seem like it's about menopause, but it is about menopause. And I know that I, and I've shared on several podcasts before about how when I first started my you know, perimenopausal journey, I was like, what the hell is happening to me? No one pulls you aside like they did when they talked about the birds and the bees. No one pulls you aside and says, this is what's, what you're going to experience when it comes to menopause. You know, for years, menopause was this thing that you know, was whispered about and, you know, you know, you hid. And I know for me and for several of my friends, we were going through through a perimenopausal phase. You were like, what the hell is happening to me? Like, because I was in my late thirties when things started to get a little crazy for me. And, you know, in my mind, menopause was something that happened to you in your fifties and your sixties. And actually the average age for when you actually enter into menopause is 51, but no one ever talked about, you might've heard about perimenopause, but no one ever said, this is what perimenopause is and how long it lasts. Perimenopause is what the bulk of us are going through right now. And so when we hear menopause, it's the perimenopause that is giving us the like 
gut punch that's causing all of these challenges in our life. And so the green climactic scale was developed back in 1976 by J.G. Green. And it was a self-administered test for women to better, for doctors to better understand what was going on with their, their uh, patients. And so this scale, you know, it's a tool that helps you identify where you are in your menopausal journey. And we'll go through it in depth in a few minutes. But basically, it walks you through where you are. And so for many people, you I wish you could take a blood test and be like, oh, girl, it's perimenopause. That's not how it works. Because our hormones are so in flux during this this time. You know, one of the biggest things that many of us see is irregular periods, right? That, that's one of the first kind of key signs but I know me, I've had an irregular period my whole life. You know, it's I would be regular for months on end and then irregular. Regular for months on end and then irregular. For those of you who've been on the pill for millions and millions of years. Hey, ladies, can we talk about menopause for a second? Because seriously, why didn't anyone clue us in onto this crazy roller coaster ride? I know that when it hit me, it felt like what the hell is going on? But fear not, my fellow magic makers, because I got your back. Does this sound like you? Hot flashes that make you feel like you are on the sun. Mood swings that make a roller coaster ride seem like a walk in the park and your libido. Goodbye. Yep, it's time to embrace this menopause journey. That is why I have whipped up this fabulous free checklist to help you navigate the hormonal mayhem. No more guessing games or feeling like something is going haywire. It's time to take charge and show menopause who's in control. So if you're wondering, is it menopause? I got you. Grab your free checklist right now and say, bring it on menopause because it's time to conquer this journey with confidence and style. Do not wait. Get your hands on this free checklist today. Okay, shut up already. Send you the sheet. Do me a favor, grab the link in my bio. We have, you know, simulated that regularity. So it's really hard for you to know what the hell is going on because your body has been given all of these um, hormones to tell you when to ovulate and when to not ovulate. Um, so this uh, green climatic scale, it's a great tool that can be used by you as well as by your doctors to better understand and track uh, uh, symptoms as over time. Because I don't know about you, but when I first started going through um, perimenopause, my I went to my doctor. I was putting on ten pounds a year, and I was like, "Something's wrong, right?" It's like like a like a clockwork ten pounds every year for three years. I was like, "Okay, I'm up thirty pounds. What's next? My six hundred pound life is going to come knocking on my door." And I go and explain that to my doctor, not knowing that I was in perimenopause. And she's like, well, you know, Kim, you're not 25 anymore. You really should stop eating sandwiches. Woo. I don't know what kept me out of jail that day, but I did not kill her. And, you know, I've heard this from other people that, you know, their doctor's like, it's just menopause. Like, if I knew if it was just, you know, I'm using air quotes, just menopause. Why the fuck do you think I'm here? Like, what, you know, where are the ways that I can minimize my symptoms? What should I expect? Like, there's nothing. They're not going to send you out with a pamphlet. Like, nothing. You just, they're like, oh, it's just menopause. And you left to, like, click and scroll and Google all of the things to try to figure out what the hell's going on with you. So this scale, it's broken into three areas. It talks about the psychological things that are happening to you. It talks about the physical things that are happening to you. And then it talks about the the best, the, what's happening in your vascular system, aka hot flashes. I, I, I now have seen um, TV commercials 
talking about vasomotor. It's freaking hot flashes, right? It's a fancy talk for hot flashes. So as you go through, as we go, we're going to, you know, again, go in depth on the scale, but as we go in depth on the scale, what the, the, what it says, if you experiencing 12 or more of these symptoms, you are likely on your journey to menopause. However, if you're not experiencing 12 or more and you're experiencing things that are really impacting your life, have a conversation with your doctor. And this, one of the things I like about the scale is that I can start to track, you know, so start, I can say, you know, I started tracking this on June 1st and I've been tracking it for the last two months, three months. This is what's been happening to me. Then you have data, right? Versus like, well, I don't know. Cause that was me. I was like, well, you know, I've been, you know, I knew I'd been packing on the weight. All right. So I knew I had been packing on the weight for three years. But that was something I tracked. Then I was like, but I didn't track that, you know, when did my hot flashes start? When did I stop sleeping, right? I didn't track any of that stuff that, that I could have had a more uh, robust conversation. Maybe maybe I would have not been dismissed. I don't know. But I know that if you go in with data and you go in like ready to rumble and say, this is what I want and I'm not going to be dismissed. And you can say it in a nice way, right? You don't have to be all like gangster. Um, and I didn't say gangster in my head. I wanted to say gangster. I really wanted to kill her, but I, I chilled. So if that is, you know, if for me, my issue with hot flashes, I could be sitting here having this, um, and um, regularly I would be sitting here doing this podcast. And this is before I also started doing video and I could just start sweating, like sweating. Like I just finished running a mile sweating. Like I just finished, um, a spin class just sitting here. And I, you know, all around my office, I had to have a fan like that was propped up right in front of my face. I had to have a fan on the floor, like so I could have this like vortex <laughs> of coolness. Um, always wearing tank tops. I had to keep a hanky in my uh, purse so that I was always like able to like wipe down my face. I completely stopped wearing makeup because I was like it wasn't worth trying to like keep my face. Um, fix. So this tool is to really help you better understand what's going on. Um, I'm going to go through it again. But yes, I have created a document for you so that you can easily um, download it. I've also, you know, given more expl explanations about what the symptoms are so that you can kind of go along and track it. So you can grab that link up in the show notes. All right. So the two mo the, the most common symptoms that many of you may have heard of, or maybe some of you are already in that perimenopausal phase and you've been um, Tracking, yes, those are the words I'm looking for. You may have heard it or, or some, you may be experiencing hot flashes, right? Hot flashes, that's like, you know, what everyone always talks about. Going through the change, the hot flashes. Um, vaginal dryness, like let's be honest, vaginal dryness. And I'm having a woman uh, come on a couple of weeks talking about talking about that. And um, there are, you know, I have um, a client who is experiencing, you know, severe vaginal dryness to the point that it's, um, I can't remember the name of the syndrome right now, but it's a syndrome where she's going through extensive like vaginal rehab because it just is awful, awfully painful. Um, so yeah, the estrogen starts as estrogen starts to wane from our body. That's one of the main um, causes of uh, vaginal health is from our estrogen. And when that starts to go away, uh, then it, 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 it could cause a problem. Like, and it's not something that anyone wants to hear. No one wants to be, you know, right now, if you're like eating breakfast, you're like, 
girl, that is not what I wanted to hear. I did not want to kick off my day with vaginal dryness, right? But it's a thing that happens. Um, irregular periods, right? That's one of the kind of most hallmarked telltale signs. But I don't know about you. I never had a regular period. I was stressed like a mofo and I just was not eating really well. So that for me wasn't a big thing. Um, joint pain, you know, I remember my knees used to click all the time. And uh, when I'd be working out with friends like him, what the hell's going on with you? Perimenopause, bitch. Um, and weight gain, you know, my biggest things for me were weight gain and the hot flashes. Those were just like, you know, and I did not link them together. You know, I was like, I, I didn't, I was like, something is clearly wrong with me because I got the weight gain first. So the average age for someone to go into menopause is 51. So if I count back 10 years, most people will start experiencing some type of perimenopausal symptom by age 41, right? So that's 10 years of us dealing with, um, dealing with perimenopause. So what exactly is on this dang scale? So as I talked about, it's, it's broken into these three buckets. So it's physiological, uh, psychological, and vasomotor. So physiological, psychological, sorry, psychological, it is anxiety, right? You, and, and it's like this per, anxiety, if you've never experienced it, because I, I, it's this per, perceived fear, like this perceived, like this like constant kind of like set of like, you know, anxiousness, like, oh my God, like something is happening or it's going to happen and you got to be prepared and your nervous system is like on high alert. Some people experience it to the point that like they, you know, can barely breathe. They kind of, you know, either borderline panic attack, full-blown panic attack, but there's kind of like the sense of like tense tension and nervousness all the time. You know, the, the inability to just, you know, calm down. And then when someone tells you, can you calm down? You're just like, girl, if I could calm down, I would. Right. So here's one of those, those, those things where it's recognizing, especially if you've never experienced this before, all of a sudden it's happening. You're like, what, 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 who, what was happening? What's going on? What am I doing? Right. Um, loss of interest in just things that you used to bring you joy. You know, if you used to be someone who liked to go out and garden or someone who used to go out and work out and now you're like, yeah, whatever. I could take it, leave it. That's another sign. Um, difficulty concentrating. You know, I've had borderline self-diagnosed ADD, and this is, was a big thing for me. Like sitting down and like doing a task was really freaking hard. It was really, really freaking hard. Feeling unhappy or depressed, you know, and again, maybe this is a feeling you've never experienced, or maybe you have these had had these like little bouts, but now it's become longer bouts, or it feels different. It feels off, and usually this is one of the things that um, a lot of uh, women will go to their doctor and talk about, and they'll come out with a prescription for a Prozac or Xanax or Zoloft or you know some type of antidepressant, and I'm not saying that you know, those don't help. But, you know, as I'm tracking on the scale, I could also see, is this a contributing factor towards um, being in my perimenopausal, um, menopausal uh, journey? Loss of interest in sex. And, you know, part of that is, you know, psychological, but part of that is hormonal, right? I'm not, you know, it's much as you don't want to hear this, our bodies may believe our, as a woman, our main function is to procreate. That's what they, that's what our body believes. And so for, you know, most of our 30 days of a month, it's focused in on when we're going to ovulate, 
so we can have a baby and keep the the world keep the world populated. And so when we start to you know lose the progesterone, the estrogen, the testosterone, that our interest just starts on sex starts to wane because we're not trying to have a baby, right? So that we and it's natural for that that to happen. Um, crying, you know, this just uncontrolled emotions. And you know, for those of you who had who have children or who've had children, you know what it's like when those hormones are like getting crazy as you're pregnant. Or if you have ever done IVF, you're like, you know that feeling. And you're just like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what that feeling is like. Um, and you just have these crying spells. And so on this scale, you're rating yourself like, nah, that never happens. It rarely happens. Sometimes it happens. Often happens. It happens all the damn time. <laughs> right? So we're just starting to track that. And it's like, you know, um, kind of keeping it keeping track of this, like, you know, you could be tracking it for a couple months, you could be tracking it for a year, just to see like, is, are, are my symptoms subsiding? Or are they? Um, or am I finding myself checking more boxes? Or are am I finding myself, um, you know, kind of staying in the same pattern? The second one is physical, right? So many of us, um, we're more in tune with this kind of uh physical piece right so it's like difficulty sleeping you know and difficulty sleeping could just be you can't fall asleep so you know and if and and i want you to ask have you always been someone who couldn't sleep or it, it, it has this just started in the last you know several years um and that could be part you know hot fl- hot flashes slash night sweats right because if i'm sweating like a banshee and i have to get up and change my clothes potentially change my sheets like yeah, of course, sleeping is going to be a challenge. So it's like, you know, is is, is one, uh, one leads into another, or are you just laying there, you know, counting the pr- proverbial uh, sheep, um, feeling my heart racing, right? Like beating quickly. And again, is this tied back into this, this anxiety, this kind of panicky feeling that I'm starting to feel? Um just always feeling exhausted, like no energy, no matter what you do, no matter how well you slept, you just feel like, right, all the time, Um, feeling dizzy or faint, you know, again, it's, it's so interesting, you know, as I dive into all the things hormonal, what, how many systems in our body, hormones play a role in, you know, right, because, you know, most of us like, but your hormones are messengers, right? And so I remember back in the day when you played like that, like the game telephone, right? And you told someone something and then they told somebody else and they told another person. And somehow along the line, the signal got screwed up. So what was like, you know, Jimmy jumped over a river by the, by the time it got to that 10th person, it's like, Jimmy swam the ocean to England, right? So that's what's happening in our body that like the signals are not, you know, getting to all of the the systems that they are impacting. So, you know, dizziness is one of those things that you like would never think is menopause. You're like, oh, there's something bigger, something going on. And I'm not saying that it could not be, but there, it's basically, you know, it could be some, it could be something. So started to really track what's going on starting to feel numb in your pieces of your body, you know, um, your fingers or your toes. Again, tracking this, it, it's not um, 
it could be menopause, but it could be something else. But if I start to start tracking my symptoms and really start to say, to have these conversations, it really helps my doctor to be able to help me rule things out, right? Because it's a lot of it, it could be just straight up menopause, but you don't want them to be like, oh, girl, it's in your head, right? You know, that's that to me, like, um, or are you getting older? Like that to me is like, if you don't fucking know, just say it. Just say I don't fucking know. Like, I would rather you say that than to just dismiss me because that's just not cool, right? That's just not cool um, at all. All right. So um, headaches, you know, again, again, headache is this big, broad thing. Could be maybe I didn't have any water today. Maybe I've been sleeping like shit. And so my body is just like starting to shut down or I'm stressed like a mofo, right? But again, it's something to start paying attention to. This one also goes into hand in hand with, um, feeling numb, you know, losing feeling in your hands or your feet, uh, muscle joints and pains. And, and I'm talking like, not because I went and like crushed it at the gym, or maybe I feel like every time I go to the gym and I'm not really crushing it, my body and my joints are like, girl, or like your joint is swelling up and maybe you aren't arthritic, right? So really paying attention to that being able, um, difficulty breathing, right? Not being able to, you know, catch your breath after doing bouts of cardio, catch your breath, climbing the damn stairs or playing with um, children or your dog. And these two are pretty, you know, what most people will always think about when it comes down to um, menopause, hot flashes, right? You know, the hot flashes or, um, the hot flashes or the night sweats um you know so those are those are those are on the scale and again i shared with you um if you uh, go to the um link in my bio i will uh i've created a menopause symptoms checklist and in there i basically have given you what i what we just talked about and i've also broken down in you know giving you a little paragraph as to like what it is, what you could be experiencing so that you're able to um, really have an intelligent conversation. And that's what I'd love for you to be able to do is that to understand what's happening in your body, but also be able to go to your doctor and be like, okay, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm experiencing. This is how long it's been happening, about how many times a day I've been experiencing hot flashes or how many, you know, I'm averaging X number of hours of sleep a night. And so that you can go in armed with an intelligent conversation so that now you can know, is your doctor going to be there for you, right? Through this, through this period, or do we need to start to find another practitioner? And so for me, I, I had to see, I had to seek a functional doctor. Um, my GP loved her. She was great. She was fabulous. She was great for all the basics. But when it came for me to dive deeper into my health and understand how to get off these 30 pounds, I needed someone else. I needed another guide. And maybe your your doctor could be that guide. And that's, I'm hoping that for you. But I, I want you to go in there because maybe had I gone in with this the symptom tracker, we could have had a very different conversation because I couldn't have that conversation with her because I didn't know about it. And, you know, I don't want anyone to think that they have to go through this alone, right? This isn't, you know, some of the stuff that you're talking about 
aren't things that you want to talk about. Like you don't want to talk about incontinence with your friends, right? No one wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about that, you know, oh, I think my body odor is starting to change. And what's that all about? Or talk about, you know, I'm really like starting to have these like panic attacks um, all the time or like, oh, I'm starting to feel like bloated and gassy all the time. No one wants to have those conversations. No one wants to talk about that. No one wants to talk about our health. You know, when I first started going through this and uh, a good good friend of mine, mine, and we were, you know, texting back and forth and I'm laughing because we were texting like we were like 80 year old men, like, oh, Harvey, my knees hurt today. Oh, Harvey, this hurts today. And it just was like, no, like just not, I'm like, is this my life? Is this what it, what has it turned out to be? And I want you to go in being informed so that there's no, um, there's no confusion. There's no misunderstanding as to like, what could potentially be going on? Like, you know, so that, some of the most random things that I know I know exper- experience was drier skin. I've always been someone who put lotion on my body, but I felt like all of a sudden I needed to be more, um, I, had, I needed like a more like heavy duty lotion than what I was using before. You know, some of the things that I've, you know, preached to many of you is that if you are not currently strength training or you're lifting the baby weights, now's the time to really, really focus in on being able to lift those heavier weights so that we, we're not talking about osteoporosis here. Um, hair loss, that's one of the things that, you know, it's gradual, but like I just found myself like seeing more hair like come out of my head when I was um, shampooing, shampooing my head. So it was just like those little things that um, we never really think about that are causes towards menopause. Um, you know, my allergies started to get a little bit more intense over the years. And, you know, believe it or not, you know, the your immune system and your hormones are linked together. Um, so it's really, uh, again, things that look little things that we can start to look at. Now, my hope is that I'm, I'm giving you this broad overview. And my hope is that if this isn't like, I am going to, you know, overthink the shit out of this. This is not the hope for me, the hope that I'm for you. My hope is that this is like, okay, maybe you're like, ah, now I get what's going on with me. And now again, you can start to, you know, piece things together. The second piece is that you, you know, primarily have that intelligent conversation with your doctor. Because as you work through menopause, I feel there's three things that are going to really help you like make menopause your bitch, right? To really help like master menopause and get through this like unscathed is like really focusing in on our health. And that is health is really about your exercise and your nutrition. It's not about going crazy. It's not about crushing. It's not about killing it. It's like really like you know, being smarter about your exercise. And instead of thinking about what makes a good workout when I was 30, what makes a good workout 40 plus, right? So that's not no longer about duration. It's like, what's going to make a good workout for me now? What's going to really help drive my hormones and keep them as stable as possible? Second piece is nutrition, right? Getting in there with my nutrition, picking my nutrition battles, um, really stoking that um, metabolism, Um, for that. So that way that metabolism is also feeding to my brain and my heart health. Um, Hormones, the second H is hormones, right? 
really thinking about what's going on with my hormones, understanding what the hormones do, understanding how they manage, you know, insulin resistance, cortisol, uh, you know, my stress response, um, really understanding HRT, right? Is HRT a thing for me? Um, and being able again, have that conversation with your doctor and what are non HRT options that can mimic, um, HRT. And then really understanding the, all of those symptoms that you're experiencing. And then finally, what are the current habits that I have right now? And then how do they have to change so that I can, um, better manage my menopausal menopausal systems you know am i doing how am i doing with my stress management how am i doing with that nutrition right am i really th- eating to fuel my body or am i eating in a way that i've just always been rinsing and repeating for decades guilty as charged and it was like you know a tractor trailer doing a u-turn that was really hard um and really figuring out like how do i start to um be better about my commitments to myself as well as to everyone else. Cause you know, those of you listening, I know many of you are great at helping other people, but yourself, we could put our shit on the back burner, like nobody's business. All right, ladies. So I hope that you've took something away from this. And if there was any surprise, please do me a favor and uh, drop me a this surprise me. Um, you can drop it on social media. You can send me a DM. You could shoot me an email, pop it to my Fit Girl Magic Facebook group. Love to hear what was a surprise for you. Uh, but I am working on a program that's really going to help you break through and navigate all of this menopause. And so do me a favor, if that is something that is of interest to you, hop on the wait list because that is coming uh, later this fall. And I would love to uh, love for any of you who want to navigate menopause like the boss ass that you are, uh, hop on that wait list. All right, ladies, enjoy the rest of your day. I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.